Hi everyone, welcome to a new episode of Explore and Engage with Anam. I'm going to start today's episode by talking about something that has been proposed in the city of Chicago in the state of Illinois. And you may be wondering what it is. And if you have been following my podcast, if you've been listening to my episodes, then you know that I have talked about Chicago quite a bit. Because there's always something happening in Chicago that I think needs to be discussed. And what I'm going to discuss today at the start of this episode here, the first topic I'm going to talk about is something, as soon as I saw this in the news, it made me very, very concerned. And let me tell you what it is. Mayor Brandon Johnson, he is the mayor of Chicago. Mayor Brandon Johnson is proposing to create a government-owned grocery store in Chicago. Think about it. A government-owned grocery store. My friends, I have to remind you that there is an inverse relationship between the size of government and freedom. The more the government grows in size, the less freedom people will have. It's an inverse relationship. The more the government grows in size, the less freedom people will have. And so, in order to ensure a free society, in order to ensure a society where people can enjoy freedom, we have to, we have to limit the size of government. But what Mr. Brandon Johnson of Chicago is proposing he is proposing a government-owned grocery store. So if this proposal becomes a reality, what's going to happen? The government will grow in size. If Mayor Brandon Johnson succeeds in making this proposal a reality, if there really is a government-owned grocery store in the city of Chicago, if, if such a grocery store is created, if a government-owned grocery store is established in the city of Chicago, then the size of government will grow, which means freedom will shrink. So I think this is a pretty bad idea, and there are lots of things happening in Chicago that make me very, very concerned, and I have talked about the migrant crisis there, if you remember, not too long ago, the City Council of Chicago allocated tens of millions of dollars to provide services to the migrants. And where did these dollars come from? These dollars came from the pockets of American taxpayers. And so when you, when you pay attention to what's happening in the city of Chicago, what these liberal politicians are doing, then it's going to make you very, very concerned. I think Chicago needs bold, conservative leadership. But right now, the liberals in power in the city of Chicago, they are governing in a way that is really, really hurting the city of Chicago that's really hurting the taxpayers. 
money from the pockets of taxpayers are being spent to provide services to the migrants. And who are the migrants? The migrants are foreign nationals who entered the United States without any permission, without visa, without authorization. They walked across the border and they came to the United States. They ended up in Chicago, many of them. And in other places like New York, both are sanctuary cities. I've talked about it quite a bit. And these liberal politicians in Chicago, they they are using taxpayer money in in ways that I think money should not be spent. Money should taxpayer money should not be spent on the migrants. Taxpayer money should not be used to establish a government-owned grocery store. So I, I, I am really concerned when I see these, these proposals, you know, the, the, like the one I mentioned, the government-owned grocery store in Chicago. Why does Chicago need a government-owned grocery store? There are so many grocery stores in Chicago. And I know that a lot of businesses are leaving Chicago, and the reason for that is this this situation with crime. There's so much of crime in the city of Chicago that a lot of businesses are relocating. They are going, they are leaving Chicago. A lot of business people are leaving Chicago and going to other communities where they feel safe, where they feel that they can run their business and not have to worry about crime much. So Chicago has a crime problem. If you want to improve the business climate and and the lives of people in Chicago, what needs to happen is government needs to allocate resources for law enforcement to go and combat crime. Public safety needs to be the top priority in the city of Chicago. Money should be spent in combating crime rather than providing free housing and services to the migrants. So, you know, I think the people of Chicago must understand what the priorities should be. Rather than spending money on migrants, rather than spending money on creating a government-owned grocery store, money should be spent on providing resources to the law enforcement agencies so that they can combat crime and make Chicago uh, a safe city. My friends, there's a lot happening in Chicago, and I, I am pretty sure that in future episodes I'll be discussing more about these issues, but I, I needed to... Um, come before you with with some of my thoughts and comments that I just expressed regarding this proposal that I read about, this, this government-owned grocery store. I don't know if this is going to become a reality, but I think the people of Chicago, those who are really concerned about how their money is being spent, uh, the concerned citizens of Chicago, you should really ask your leaders why the why why the liberals, why these leaders are are spending taxpayer money in ways that that are that 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 money should not be spent. So um, you know, 
I, I am not a Chicago resident. I am a proud Wisconsinite. I live in the city of Madison. Uh, my home county is the county of Dane here. And obviously, Madison has lots of um, uh, challenges also, you know. And uh, I, I, I write about those quite a bit, actually. If you have not read my published opinions, please go to tossifanam.net. That's my website. And on my website, there is a section. It's called Published Opinions. And uh, so far, I have, um, I, I, I think there's a list of like more than 90 published opinions. And you can, you can find those links on my website. So if you go through some of the letters to the uh, letters to editors that I wrote, you'll see that I have commented on a wide range of issues in my home state of Wisconsin. Uh, and some of those issues that I've written about pertain to the city of Madison. So as as much as I am talking about the issues in, in Chicago, in New York, in San Francisco, and in other places, I am very, very concerned about some of the things happening in my state. Um, and uh, I write on a wide range of issues from energy policy to healthcare to... Um, uh, to public safety, lots of different issues. So uh, if you want to explore uh, just going beyond the things I talk about in my podcast, if you want to explore a wide variety of my writings, you can go check out my blog and you can also check out uh, the list of published opinions. And as I said, you'll find the list on my website, tossifanam.net. I'm a, I studied public policy. So I'm a policy analyst by training, and I'm also an informed citizen. I try to stay as informed as I possibly can about things that are happening in my city, in my neighborhood, in my county, in my state, and in my country. And uh, for anyone who's listening to my podcast for the first time, let me just um, tell you that my podcast focuses on social and political issues, both domestic and international. So I also write about things that are happening uh, in the world. And uh, it's a pretty big world that we live in, but it's it's really interconnected. What happens in one part of the world affects uh, has impacts on a different part of the world because of international trade and all these different alliances that we have across the world. What, what happens. And it, it, it's a very interconnected economy uh, when you look at the global economy. And so I, I like to discuss a wide range of um, different issues uh, through this podcast. And I also write on my blog and I also uh, write letters to editors that get published in different newspapers. So anyway, please do check out my website and Going back to the city of Chicago, all I want to say is that um, this, this, um, uh, you know, so, some of the efforts that I see in Chicago, some of the things that these liberal politicians propose, such as this government-owned grocery store proposal, if a proposal like this becomes reality, then it's really going to be harmful for the Chicago economy. And overall, I think in order to ensure a free society, we must limit the size of government. So 
those are my thoughts. And uh, let me move on to a different topic, my friends. Let me talk about the border crisis. Governor Greg Abbott of Texas, I think he's a wonderful governor. And he is one of my favorite governors in the United States right now. And I think he actually may be my favorite governor. There are two governors who I really like and whose work I really appreciate. One is Governor Greg Abbott. I think he is just a fabulous governor. He's a really hardworking governor, and he's doing a lot for the people of Texas. And the other governor who I really like is Governor Kristi Noem of South Dakota. I think she's also a wonderful, conservative, freedom-loving governor. So these are two of my favorite governors in the United States. And let me talk about some things that are happening in Texas. So Texas is a border state. We all know that. And because of the border crisis, Texas is facing tremendous challenges right now. The Biden administration has not secured the border. Since 2021, and that's when President Joe Biden came to office, since 2021, millions and millions of foreign nationals have crossed the southern border of the United States to enter our country illegally. And a lot of those people crossed into Texas because Texas is a border state. Crossed into Texas. Obviously, a lot of people crossed into California. A lot of people crossed into Arizona. But then Texas, obviously, as a massive state, is, is seeing massive number of migrants just entering Texas by crossing the southern border. And that has created so much of pressure, especially on the border towns in the state of Texas, that it's just unbelievable. I mean, this is a crisis like we've never seen before. And Governor Greg Abbott, he believes in border security. But the Biden administration has not secured the southern border of the United States. And so Texas is facing a lot of problems. And Governor Greg Abbott, he's just a wonderful governor. And he ob obviously is doing the best that he can to address the situation. And so I saw a news report that Governor Greg Abbott of Texas is deploying more buses to Texas border towns so that more migrants can be sent to sanctuary cities. My friends, the question is, the liberals create these sanctuary cities like New York and Chicago. Liberal politicians, they come to power and then they declare that Texas, uh, that um, uh, you know, a city like Chicago is a sanctuary city, a city like New York is a sanctuary city. California is a sanctuary state. All these liberal areas, all these liberal cities have, uh, you know, a, these liberal politicians, they, they embrace the sanctuary city status. But now, as Governor Greg Abbott of Texas keeps sending 
buses and buses of migrants to sanctuary cities. Why? Obviously, if a city calls itself sanctuary city, what that means is that city, that city, those run by liberals, that city wants to embrace migrants. So Texas is not a sanctuary state. Why should Texas suffer? So Governor Greg Abbott has been sending um, buses full of migrants to places like New York and Chicago and also other places. And now these cities obviously are, are realizing that being a sanctuary city is extremely challenging, is extremely difficult. And now cities like New York and Chicago are running out of space to house these migrants. I've talked about it. I'm not going to go into the details. But what I want to talk about really is, why should the people of Texas suffer? Texas is not a sanctuary state. Why should Texas bear the burden of this massive number of migrants who are, who are entering the United States by crossing the, the southern border and then, and then entering Texas? Why should the people of Texas suffer? My friends, when a Republican becomes the next president, and I'm hoping that in November 2024, our country will elect a Republican to be the next president. When a Republican becomes the next president, I think the first step should be to secure the southern border. Now, I'm going to mention one very interesting update from the state of Texas. And this is something that made me really happy when I, when I uh, read about it. So this is something that happened in Dallas, Texas. And I love Dallas. Dallas is a wonderful city in a wonderful state. And in 2018, I visited Dallas, me and my mom, we went to Dallas and um, we spent a few days there. It was just, a, it's, it, it was a wonderful experience. Dallas is such a lovely city. The mayor of Dallas switched parties. The mayor of Dallas switched parties to become a Republican. And this is Mayor Eric Johnson. Not Brandon Johnson. Brandon Johnson is the mayor of Chicago. This is Mayor Eric Johnson of Dallas. He left the Democratic Party and he became a, a Republican. Congratulations to Mayor Eric Johnson. If you look at Chicago, what's happening there? Mayor Brandon Johnson is proposing policies, uh, is proposing ideas that will grow the size of government that is going to take Chicago closer and closer to socialism because the liberals are in charge in Chicago. But what's happening in Dallas? Mayor Eric Johnson, he switched parties. He left the Democratic Party and he joined the Republicans. Mayor Eric Johnson of Dallas. He's embracing the Party of Freedom, the Republican Party. And so Mayor Eric Johnson of Dallas, he talked about the importance of law and order and the importance of fiscal conservatism. And that sounds great to me. Focus on ensuring law and order and focus on 
governing in a fiscally conservative way. I think that's amazing. So I'm going to be looking forward to uh, what happens in Dallas. And I'm just very happy to see the mayor of Dallas leaving the Democratic Party and becoming a Republican. So I will be paying attention to the local politics of Dallas as much as I can and to see how Mayor, Mayor Eric Johnson governs going forward now that he is a Republican. So glad to see the mayor of a major city leave the Democratic Party and join the Republicans. So um, with that, I'm going to end this episode. Thank you for continuing to listen to my podcast. Once again, do not forget to check out my website, tossifanam.net. And also, if you would like to receive my e-newsletter, when you're on my website, you can also sign up. You can enter your email address and you can sign up to receive my e-newsletter. And with that, you know, I just want to thank you all for staying connected with me. And this is season eight. This is season eight of my podcast. And I'm just very happy. I started podcasting in 2020. That was season one. And here I am. This is 2023. We are officially in autumn. So uh, it's a brand new season. When you look at uh, you know the seasons, we're no longer in summer. We are in autumn. And this is also season eight of my podcast, Explore and Engage with Anam. My friends, thank you so much. Share with me your thoughts and comments. You can connect with me on social media. You can send me a message. Um, whether you agree with my views, whether you disagree with my views, please reach out to me. Share with me your thoughts and comments. With that, thank you once again. I hope to be back again soon with a new episode of Explore and Engage with Anam.